Welcome back to Queen Beauty Podcast, the self-care kickback with your host, Elise. And Quandris. Join our journey on adulting, self-love, and wellness mixed with a few laughs. And giggles. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, you can hear this episode and more by visiting our website, www.queenbeautypodcast.com. Hey, y'all. It's our 41st episode, and we are back. <laughs> this episode will be recorded somewhere around Ruby's baby announcement and the Janet Jackson bio. A lot has happened. It's going down, you know? <laughs> All right, she looks so cute in her pictures. Did you see the Janet Jackson bio on Lifetime? No, I saw the Shade Rooms recap of the bio, so I felt like I saw oh, it. No. Because... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how I get my news, right? So, like, <laughs> you know, she basically, what I remember from the post was something about her talking and sharing a lot about her relationship with Jermaine Dupree and how Jermaine Dupree is stupid for cheating on the sexiest woman on the planet. And then I also heard from that post that she was trying to get people to love um, Justin Timberlake after the Nipplegate fiasco from the Super Bowl back in my early days of life. So that's all I remember. That's all. Wait, I didn't see the biography, but I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I saw it. You sound like you saw it. Um... <laughs> No, I mean, well, there you have it. I feel like it was it it went through her different stages of life. Um, and I think it did a good job of commemorating her without mm-hmm. getting too nitty-gritty in the details of it all. But it does address the Justin Timberlake incident <laughs> along with her and Jermaine Dupree. And you know, he they, she goes into the different thing, her relationship with her family. So um, I'm gonna go on record and say two things. Number one. What? That infamous Shade Room post is literally, I found the recap all through memes and laughing, right? So that was, <laughs> that's one. Oh gosh, I didn't see the channel. That's where the, that is where the world is coming to. You don't even got to watch YouTube clips. You could just look at meme reactions and get an understanding about what went down. Oh, that's so terrible though. And that's why I feel like so many people have so many strong feelings about things they know nothing of. I know. <laughs> Put a lot of words. <laughs> no, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And then number number two, I feel sad saying this out loud, but like every time somebody mentions Janet Jackson, I always think in my mind, I'm a heavy naked by the end of this I'm cutting my eyes because I'm like. She better not say it. She better not say it. <laughs> no, I. That is not what I think about when I think of Janet Jackson. Like, I mean, obviously, it happened. It happened, and it was a big deal. I remember being like, in, "What year was it?" I was in middle school. Was I in middle school? I know it was Are a big deal. School? <laughs> Wait, let me see. Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. It wasn't been that long ago. Super Bowl year. If let me go on record and see what year this occurred. I felt like 
I was in middle school, but I really, year was that? Was that? Oh, I was in high school. It was in my senior year in high school. <laughs> okay, that's, that's so. It sounds a little better. Two thousand four. It was two thousand four. Okay. Dang, but that still was a really long time ago for people to still be harping on it. I'm like, I don't know. By the end of this song, they and then, you know what, you know what bothered me about the whole thing? She, mm-hmm. not to rehash something from 2004, but we about to rehash it. Oh, but she was in a relationship with this man. She got blacklisted because he pulled down her booby. I'm confused. And then in conjunction with his lyrical statement of, I'm gonna have you naked by the end of this song. I'm trying to understand, like, how did how was she part of that plan? And how did she go down and he not when it was coincided with his lyrics and he pulled it down? I never will understand that. Unless oh, I miss something. Just all of American history. <laughs> I guess I could be, I mean, maybe I, maybe I didn't understand something in 2004 that I should now better understand about how she got blackballed from that scenario because I don't get it. Yeah, it was a shame. It really was. But no one's ever addressing how and why she got blackballed when it wasn't her. Oh, well, I mean, I guess they address it in the uh, documentary. Oh, actually. you right. That's, what, <laughs> that's why I need to go watch. That's why you need to go watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, everyone. Well, there you have it. If you haven't had an opportunity to go watch, don't do like me and watch Shade Room posts. Just go watch it. <laughs> you took a long time on that. Longer than that. <laughs> that was like a current event for real. It really was. So wait. All right. Black History Month is upon us. And while we all Thrive in Our Blackness 365. This month, we take great pride in our accomplishments, paying homage to those who came before us and fought for us and for the many opportunities that we have. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. amen. That's all I got. That's oh, my gosh. Am I wearing my, um, my, my uh, earrings? You should have worn. Huh? You should have worn oh, African no. earrings. <laughs> that's the only time why black history that's the only time and that we reduce the earring picks we are not gonna oh my god no, no, I'm, I'm don't care I, you know what black history month is a month that never gets old i'm never gonna be like oh man i'm so tired of this month like no i'm always oh. excited to bring in black history month i'm trying to figure and, out how i can um I got to tie some colors in there or something like that. Like I need to be putting up some stuff in my house. <laughs> if you haven't um, checked out Target's little Black History line, not little, I'm gonna call it big Black History line. Um, go check them out. You know, I don't, we don't really promote mainstream, but um, I got a nice little sweatshirt from them during this uh, Black And I, I have a t-shirt and you know what I also have? Hmm. some hair care products because <laughs> they have stepped up their line a little bit you know and they have it nice and in the section you don't gotta go rummaging around so yeah you know when we talk like, about um DEI diversity inclusion um being embedded in the space of corporations and it just not being mm-hmm. 
you know, something you talk about, but action. Um, I definitely give a big shout out of approval to the things that Target is doing and highlighting Black owners and um, putting them on in their corporate model so that they can be highlighted all over accessories and the clothing lines that they share and they promote. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see that. I am too. And I hope a lot of the other places follow suit. I will say that. They should. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, the one thing we do need to remember though, is to keep our mental health first and just being super mindful about it at all times, especially as we sit and kick back to some of the uh, Black History movies that are going to be playing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to give yourself some breaks because at the end of the day, it's a lot of traumatizing things that happen within some of them. And though we want to remember and recall and, you know, dive into it, we still have to just, you know, be careful because, you know, it was traumatizing, some of the movies. Yeah, they are. And they can be triggering at times. Yeah, they can be triggering. Mm-hmm. Got to go to work on Monday. Don't, don't, don't do it to it's, it, it's a balancing act. That's why um, that's why Black people are so important in this world because the, the things that they balance, the lines, the blurred lines of how to move throughout life is so hard to the outside looking in when you really think about it, but then we do it effortlessly on a daily basis. And with some jokes in between. Right. You know what? And those are the good things. Those are some of the things that you can do in between if you're watching it. You know, go watch some comedy specials too. You yeah. know, watch some things that's going to make you smile, some Black love, some whatever. <laughs> so kind of like, smile. shake it yeah, But number you know? now, you're going to be here for a while. <laughs> see? See? from? How did that... Yeah, when you watch the things to make you smile, you can watch oh. like things to make you smile. What number to die? You gonna be here for a while? How did we get here? I mean, I don't mind, but how did I thought you was doing black music and pop era? I know, and I'm like trying to follow to see where this is going. Oh, oh girl, it was just you know off the dome. It's Black History Month, so I gotta keep keep them coming, girl. So if you don't know, that's the notorious Big. <laughs> If there you go. If there you go. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this episode is really totally a segue from how we started, but um, I'm really excited <laughs> to bring it on in. <laughs> it's a little bit different than how we started, and it's in line with our theme of February, which is passion. Right. Mm-hmm. And actually, we kind of get there because. Black people have a lot of passion in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Everything that we do. We just t- talked about how I you was talking about a movie and I'm like singing a song all of a sudden that reminded me of the line from the movie because that's just the type of stuff that we do as a culture and it's normal, but that's just our inner passion. So in line with the ideas of passion, we thought that it would be a good time to discuss um, and also with Valentine's Day right around the corner, we thought it'd be a great time to discuss healthy relationships and just relationship health in general. Absolutely. So when you think of a relationship health, like what comes to your mind when you think about it? 
So I like to, it's funny because this conversation is on relationship health, but I automatically say healthy relationship. And I'm not sure if there's a difference between relationship health and healthy relationships. So that's interesting you say that because I was thinking about healthy relationships and how they phrase it as um, the relationship's health. Because mm-hmm. I think we have, um, when we think about it, we think about it at a particular state, at a, a happy, joyful state. Yeah. When you think about the health of something, the well, the health is going to fluctuate. And Ooh. you have to know where you are within that fluctuation and how it needs to be tweaked. You know what I mean? You and what's healthy to me might not be healthy to you. So you're like, we all got different forms of health. And, and I think on that, top of that. Yeah. That's such a big comment because now that you say that, the health can fluctuate throughout the life of a relationship. Can Absolutely. it Absolutely. Just right. like a human health, right? Just like human health, just like the, your physical health, right? Fluctuates. And then your mental health also fluctuates and relationships are drawn off of one of your emotions, which is connected to your mental health and it's all fluctuating. Oh. But when we think about a relationship, we think about it a healthy relationship, we think about it at a particular state, at one, state. Happy, one state, as though that's the only state you're supposed to be in. So then what happens is we get upset when it's not there. Mm. Not thinking about it, you know. Why did we just totally overanalyze it in the best way possible? Because if when I was going to answer this question initially, about the first thing that comes to mind when I think about relationship health, I was thinking about healthy relationship. And the first thing that I said in my mind was openness and honesty. Those were the first things that came to my mind. However, if you think about relationship health, you really can't, you think about it from a, a lifeline perspective. The first thing exactly. that comes to my mind is more of a lifeline. You're lasered in, You're lasered in at that moment where it yeah. is considered happy and healthy, right? Because we usually have those two things together, like healthy, just happy. And health like can be, it can be and stable, it can be poor, it can be good, it can be great, it can be fake. it's probably going to be all of those things. It might be all of those things. Lifespan, right? Right. We're talking about a lifespan. So it's, and especially it's when you add in the other person that you have to communicate with to ensure the relationship is a relationship, right? Because there's another person in that. And that's exactly where relationship health comes in. Um, so I, I thought it was really interesting. And I was like, and it was only like a couple of, it's like a paragraph, mm-hmm. maybe. But like the concept behind it, it just had me thinking about the health of a relationship in a different way. Because it's like you said, it's you. And it's the other person and it's where it's kind of where you both are mentally and it's that coming together to kind of determine the health of the relationship. And so a lot of times we're too busy looking outward at, you know, who's making me happy and that kind of determines a happy, healthy relationship, right? But we're not really looking at it from the lens of anything else, really. That's it. And honestly, we're not looking at it from the lens that it's something that we have to take ownership in. When you think about relationships, in the phrase of that we just explained it in, mm-hmm. that's something that, think about anything, any health, you have to monitor 
your yes. health state. You have to go to the doctor. Yes. You have to get your annual checkups and your blood work done to make sure that you yes. are on par. Now with relationships, you're like, no, this is supposed to be something that I'm getting and receiving. It's supposed to be effortless. It's supposed to just yeah. flow, right? And we all, we hear that. We, do. we hear that a lot. We do hear you that. Know? And that's what's embedded in our thoughts when we're raised. So as soon as we come into conflict in one, we're like, oh, this ain't it. <laughs> now, albeit there are safe conflicts and there are unsafe conflicts. Right. You don't want to get ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as adults, we all know what that we, means. We most should know. It's like most right. self-aware. Well, okay, I'm going to just go on ahead and say it. it should be no domestic violence. Right. Okay? <laughs> right. No, we're not situations is part of your conflict. No. Right, exactly. Just to be on the safe side. And so it's just more talking about the conflict of, so you're going to use that same sponge that you wash your dishes with on that kitchen counter? <laughs> just those type of conflicts. <laughs> Why was that such a targeted comment? It's no target. It's no targets. It was just like, you know, you know what I'm saying. So I'm just saying like, that's like a basic conflict. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we feel like too many of those happen that it's like just throw the whole thing in the trash, right? Versus working through them individually, not tying them to be one massive thing. And you know what I mean? Like the same that you would in the health of your body. Like, heaven forbid, you have a, a broken foot and then like your hip hurt, or you know, you got blood pressure and your foot. They're not just going to wrap the whole thing up into one <laughs> package right. like that to fix it. You're going to have to address this thing and then address this other thing. But when we have conflicts or arguments, we're lumping every single thing in together in relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it makes it a little bit more difficult <laughs> to deal with it. Yeah, I think you're right. But I think overall, like health and thinking about that in relationship, it's, it's a lot of self-work in there. Um, and thinking, like you said, about basically how you can, how can you make the other person happy? Like you, you're worried about how people are making you happy when it's you who has to make you happy. Right. Yep. And then if you kind of give that giving perspective versus receiving perspective, you can become more at peace with the things that you do, because now the conflict isn't so much as like you know how when you get in your head about something and then it becomes a me, 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 and then you start becoming like more in your head about it, it can actually be damaging things. You can be stuck on it and then you can't move on to any other or function well in other areas of your life. Right. Because you're so stuck. That's very true. Um, Which is why we talk about passion and kind of the article that... um, sparked us to have this conversation was talking about ways to um, ensure that you can be passionate about things. And um, one of the things that affects your passion level is the relationship health that you have with people in your life. That's very, very true. So I think that that's a good segue towards the negative versus the positive attitude. Yeah, that negative versus positive attitude. I think that um, sometimes 
I mean, we can obviously see other people when they're in their negative and positive space, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't necessarily, all, at least maybe not as much as we should, take the time out to see what space we're in and how our own negative or positive attitude is impacting others, you know? Like, and ourselves. And ourselves. Yeah, it does. Because we are in relationship with others. So it's going to come back around to you, you know? Um, I think wow. that, I don't know. I feel like we're going to be in a negative have, You can have a negative attitude because you have expectations that someone's supposed to be doing something for you that you're in relationship with. And by default, oh, yeah. that negative attitude can cause more discord. Yeah. And like the article discussed it, like how people, mm-hmm. when you're in that negative space, people automatically, they kind of tend to distance themselves from you. And as soon as your attitude changes back around, and you know, you probably, I'm sure, draw more people in. This is especially true for those that you're closest to. Right. You know? So um, how can... I think that that self-awareness of recognizing when you're in those spaces is super critical to that because when you're in a negative space, I mean, which we all can be in, we should have both emotions, right? So like when you're in a negative space, which we know is going to happen, it's like, how long are we staying there? Right. And if you still just feel some type of way, how can you help yourself not feel some type of way? What else could you do to like bring yourself back? to the positive space. Cause I feel like you have to acknowledge it, whatever the negative thing is. Like if it's, if you're angry or whatever, you're angry at someone and you don't acknowledge it, you might bury it. <laughs> it might just get worse. Like, you know, Yeah. it might get worse. So you want to sit and at least acknowledge it for a second or two or however, you know, like a defined period of time before it turns into your whole personality, just always being negative. Yes. Agreed. And that is, something that we all need to monitor and what did she just show up put her on camera so you can see her what did she do she drew herself to be a tiger i'm guessing because she said rar so i don't black stripes (laughs) she is not sorry You just stared at her. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Anyway, positive negatives. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious, y'all. So there you have it. Um, sometimes babies come in and do things. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just the distraction that you need. <laughs> right you you, you think you're in a negative space sometimes it can be helpful for you to turn around and they just to have you know your shoes on or something like that walking around it's like (laughs) oh my goodness she wanted to show you a treat of what she did today (laughs) but anyway um so yeah it's super important to be mindful of the attitude that you are exuding on to the person that you're in relationship with and yes it is it is and it's and then no one's perfect yeah catch yourself man it's like it's crazy and then you know you know how they have positive affirmations um for just you as an individual they actually have positive affirmations in for relationships which is kind of cool because 
that that positive thought, like combat combating those things, that positive thought mm-hmm. um, is really helpful, and it can help get you out of that negative space too. It's like, cool. I think that I'm gonna Google that because I never had thought about doing that. Yeah, they have they have that type of stuff for a relationship. They have prayers. Um, you know, specifically for relationships and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that this is a great segue into our reflective thought. Having healthy relationships is an expression of self-love. Taking the initiative to work out problems in your relationship is something that you can actually take ownership over for your own well-being, for the benefit of the person that you're in relationship with and it keeps you motivated to keep thriving be at peace and find your passion step of the day you can always dip into that coping box when you are in a negative space and to try to see if that'll help you know bring you to the to the brighter side of things again um or maybe even tap into some outside outside resources definitely just kind of take a you know a, a beat and a toll as to where you are like a mental health self check you know and if you need help go out there and get that help you know they have teledoc um and virtual options so you won't even have to leave your home if it's a time or you know traveling issue awesome well i really enjoyed this time with you today Quandres. Y'all, thank you everyone for spending some time with your listening ears. Check out our show notes for information linked referenced within this episode. And also check out our website, www.queenbeautypodcast.com. Send any comments, questions to queenbeautypodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast for instant access on new episodes. Leave a five-star rating and review. And you can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Queen Beauty Podcast. Oh, special shout out to our podcast editor, Shania Princess Lay, artist extraordinaire who also does logos. So if you have any type of marketing needs, actually, reach out to her. She might be able to help you. See us back here soon for some quality time with Queen Beauty. Peace and love. Ciao. Bye.